You're listening to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network, your weekly destination for Big Red Sports. This week's episode of Around the Gorge is brought to you by Big Red Fueling. Managed by sports dietitian Alyssa Harrington, Big Red Fueling is open five days a week from 2.30 to 4.45 at Bartels Hall, offering both in- and out-of-season athletes snacks to fuel their performance and recovery. On-site staff provide valuable knowledge to inform athletes of optimal snack choices based on exercise and personal goals. Follow Big Red Fueling on Instagram at Big Red Fueling for infographics about all things sports nutrition, including college-friendly recipes, post- and pre-workout suggestions, supplement safety, and much more. And welcome back to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network. I'm your host, Anthony, joined by Trisha. This week, we will be talking about the men's lacrosse team. If you are interested in listening to another team's episode, you can find all of our past episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts by following Around the Gorge. Be sure to check out our Instagram at CornellBRSN for sneak peeks of next week's episode so you don't miss out on future content. Now let's take a brief look at the team. Looking at the coach, we have Connor Busick, who's a former player for the Big Red, playing from 2012 to 2015 and even winning Ivy League Player of the Year in 2014. He became the head coach in 2020 after spending the previous five years as an assistant coach, and is currently the youngest coach in D1 men's lacrosse. He's also the second youngest coach ever to appear in a D1 championship game, which was in 2022 versus Maryland. He's won the Ivy League Head Coach of the Year two times in 2022 and 2023. Now, if we take a look at some of the players, the first one I would like to highlight is CJ Kirst. He is a junior attacker and won Ivy League Rookie of the Year honors in 2022 and was named the Ivy League Player of the Year in 2023. He was also unanimously selected to the All-Ivy First Team for the 2023 season, and as of the time of this recording, he leads the country in total goals with 63 and also leads the country in goals per game with 4.5. He led the Ivy League and the nation with 81 total points. The second player I want to take a look at is Billy Coyle, a senior attacker who finished 4th in the Ivy League this season in assists with 28. He is ninth in the Ivy League in points per game with 3.93 and was named an honorable mention for the All-Ivy Team. Next up is Gavin Adler, a senior defender who was also unanimously selected to the All-Ivy First Team. He led the Big Red in cost turnovers per game with 1.50 and was 6th in the Ivies in ground balls per game with 4.21. The last player I want to take a look at is Chase Ireland, the senior goalie who was also unanimously selected to the All-Ivy First Team. He was 19th in the nation in save percentage with a .530, was 20th in the nation in goals against average with 10.86, and was 22nd in the nation and saves per game with 12. Looking back at the past week for the men's lacrosse team, they traveled down to New York City to start the Ivy League tournament against Yale. Sadly, they lost the game with a final score of 22-15. CJ Kirst added five goals to his season total, while senior Billy Coyle also notched two goals and two assists. This loss knocked them out of their Ivy League tournament, ending the season for them with a final record of 11-3. Okay, so now we welcome CJ Kirst and Michael Long two of the highlights on the men's lacrosse team to the show. And guys, my first question to you is, why did you pick to come to Cornell? It's a good question. I could take us off. Um, so actually, my uh, my dad played here. He graduated in 1987. So I've been around, you know, kind of since I started playing lacrosse, he's been taking me to games. And, um, you know, I've wanted to play here pretty much the second I started holding the stick. So, um it was pretty easy choice for me. I know CJ probably has a little bit of a different answer, but been been the best choice I've ever made in my life, and I'm just just happy to be a part of the family. Yeah, um, for me, Cornell was the first visit I ever went on, and uh, 
it was definitely um, a school I always thought about every time I went to, to other places. And, um, you know, it was definitely uh, definitely a program that was always in the back of my head. And uh, yeah, when they had, when uh, I got the SAT score in order to get in, I, I had to say yes. So, uh, so yeah, it was uh, definitely um, a tough, uh, tough decision for me, you know, either following my brothers or choosing to do something on my own. But uh, yeah, just like Mikey said, I, I couldn't be happier. It's definitely been the best decision of my life. Yeah, it's really cool to have that familial connection. And uh, Michael, I understand that you have previously been on the cross coach yourself and CJ, I know you've done that too. So can you guys just talk about what it means to like give back to the lacrosse community? And do you guys plan on staying involved in lacrosse after graduating? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, during the whole COVID um, years, I uh, had some time at home and, and got the opportunity to coach and, and be around the game, people growing up. Um, I, I don't think there's any any chance that I live um, my life without it, you know, whether it's coaching or a role somewhere, but uh, it's going to be going to be here forever. And, and uh, you know, I was at one of our trainer's son's games this weekend watching some fifth graders beat up on each other and it just brings me back to the good old days and, and reminds me of why I keep keep coming back and keep keep uh keep playing hard. So I don't think there's a I don't think there's gonna be any time soon where it's uh where it's not in my life. Yeah. And for me, my dad was a coach and uh lacrosse has been something I've been been a part of uh my entire life. And you know, um uh, my brothers and I are starting to do our own thing and uh, you know, we're coaching camps, doing lessons and, um, you know, coaching our own uh, club lacrosse teams um, uh, during the summer. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully uh, I can continue, continue coaching. And uh, yeah, it's definitely something I really want to pursue when I'm older. Yeah, that's great to hear. And Cornell is obviously a very storied program in terms of lacrosse, but what makes this group of guys so special and allowed you guys to be so successful in your time here? It's a good one. It's a very good one. Um, you know, I've I've been here since 2019, right? I got obviously have an extra year under my belt. Um, I'd probably say just the the energy the energy among us is is at a different level right now. I think just stepping out on the field, um, the whole mantra is just like every day is the best day of your life, and and I think we're we're starting to really live that. Um, everyone's so bought in, and each and every guy, whether you're you know, you're 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 a freshman you're a junior you're you don't play you play whatever it may be everyone's pulling on the rope and everyone's kind of recognizing that it takes all of us um so i just think that's probably the most special part is, is having everyone so bought in and you can it, it's palpable that type of energy when you walk into a place when everyone's when everyone's working towards the same mission yeah well said i i totally agree um you know for me uh being i guess uh a junior on the team but um you know, really, I guess, sophomore eligibility wise, uh, you know, I kind of take a step back every now and then and, you know, and, uh, you know, appreciate our senior class and uh, how much they do for this team. And I know, um, you know, from the freshmen, sophomores and in my class, it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's really their team. And, um, you know, now being in the NCAA tournament, we only, we only have so many days left. And, uh, you know, these guys have put everything they have into this program. And every time you step out on the field, you're playing for them. And when those guys are your best friends, you want to give them everything you got. So, uh, so yeah, I really think having a great senior class is, is a big reason why we're successful. And I think something else that makes this team really special is that you have a coach that is as young as coach Busek and who was also a former player for the big red, not too long ago. So what is the dynamic like being under him? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Great point. And it, it gets brought up a lot, but um, it, you know, it's the whole staff. It, it's their ability to kind of connect with us, whether it's lacrosse, but more importantly, outside of lacrosse, they know what we're dealing with day in and day out. Um, you know, whether it's academics, just life in general, they know it's there's that there's more to it than what gets put on the field, and and they do a great job staying with us through that. I think you ask anyone on the team, and they'll say that um, you know we're better off because those guys are leading the ship. Um, Coach Busick specifically, I mean, I, I have a great relationship with him. He He's a great offensive mind, and, and but more importantly, he he knows how to get us going, and, and he's a great leader. Um, him and Coach Stevens have, have done a, a tremendous job, just kind of getting us right for game day every day. So, can't say enough good things about those guys, and, and uh, you know, just trying to make it last as long as possible. Yeah, well said, Mikey hit the nail on the head. Uh, yeah, the, you know, offensively having Coach Busick, um, you know, he. We, we like to say that we bring the energy as as uh, as a team, but, you know, he he's always out there with a smile on his face, fist pumping whenever guys are scoring goals. And, um, you know, when you have when our leader is uh, is doing that, you know, you, you just follow him. And, um, you know, same thing with Coach Stevens, Coach Ferry. Um, you know, uh, you can go up to any of those guys and talk to him about uh, family, academics or or lacrosse. And, um, you know, having those three coaches and uh, it's really been it's something special. Um, you know, that's why uh, this program is so special. Yeah, it sounds like a really fun environment. And this question is one that I'm personally interested in because I don't know too much about lacrosse. So can you guys just go a little bit more into the team's philosophy and game plan? Sure, yeah. Um, that's a good question. Um, I think kind of what sets us apart and the best way to answer that would be, um, and we call them 21s, but basically we're, we play a different brand of lacrosse. We like to think, you know, no matter what type of skill level or what type of game plan, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's the backbone is the, the plays made in kind of the middle of the field. So it's not necessarily goals or, or X's and O's schematics. It's it's the tough ground balls. It's it's the, the tough runouts for end lines. It's it's just going the extra mile um in the little places. Um we call those 21s to honor our, you know, our old teammate George Boyardi. Um that's something that's just kind of instilled in our program every day. So I think when you when you talk about game planning, a lot changes week to week. But what doesn't is kind of the the culture that that kind of breathes into all of us and, and kind of keeps us going. Yeah, well said. And um, you guys are one of the biggest teams here on campus, and most definitely the biggest spring sport. So, CJ, how do you think the energy that the fans bring affect how you guys play? Yeah, I think it's a huge part of uh, of how we play. Um, you know, like uh, his parents, uh, you know, are a big part of uh, of what we do as a, as a team. You know, they're always rallying our our family tailgate. <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, you know, all our parents are always there. But, um, you know, when you see the student section, uh, you know, when you see the football team, the hockey team and uh, and even the band, um, you know, at some of our games, um, you know, it puts a smile on your face and in the back of their head. Uh, you're, it makes you think that you're playing for some something bigger than yourself. And uh, and yeah, and I think those fans uh bring it every single time uh, we play out here on Shulkoff Field. So, uh, so, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. And uh, how special is it for you guys to have that supportive familial base with all the parents that come to the games? I think it's one of the, one of the cooler things. Um, you know, my dad always says, the, you know, the greatest family in college across, but um, until you really experience one, like I know it was cool last year, towards the end of the season when, 
bunch of my friends from other other schools got to kind of come and experience tailgates while we were still playing deep in the season. They got to witness some, um, you know, the, all the parents and and all the alums coming back. Everyone was just like, "Wow, like that's a that's a cool situation." Like it's it's so special to be able to have everyone everyone's so bought in and 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 supporting you. So I, I just think you know, there's not much like it, and it, until you until you kind of live it and see it, you don't really understand. And obviously you guys are looking ahead towards the NCAA tournament later this month. And what's the mentality heading into this year's tournament after last year's loss in the finals? Yeah. Um, you know, I think once our name popped up on selection Sunday, uh, um, this past weekend, uh, you know, it, it makes you think that we're only guaranteed one week together and, um, you know, one game and, um, you know, lucky enough for us, it's a, it's a home game. And, um, you know, it makes you think that, you can't take a day for granted. And, um, you know, every single time you have the opportunity to step out in our field, um, you know, you're playing for you're playing for each other and you're playing for the guys left and right of you. And, uh, you know, if you, you can't take a day for granted, like I said, so you got to bring it every single day and hopefully that'll, that'll lead us to be successful on game day. And this is your guys' first season with the new NCAA transfer rules. And have you noticed that that changes how the teams are built and how you guys approach the game? Um, yeah, uh, I, I would say, you know, for us, it doesn't, doesn't apply as much. I know, um, especially since post COVID thing, things are getting messy and there's more jumping around than there, than there ever was, but, um, you know, we, we largely stay out of it, um, you know, for, for better or for worse, but that hasn't really affected us too much going forward. And CJ, you had a very impressive rookie season last year in which you won the Ivy League Rookie of the Year. But this season, you took a big jump where you led the nation in goals with 63, which is also third all-time in a season at Cornell. And you were also nominated for the Tiaraton Award. And were there any changes in your approach to the game that led to this extremely successful season? Uh, no, to be honest, um, you know, just, uh, you know, going out there and playing with, uh, having great chemistry with my teammates is really what, um, you know, I think, uh, allowed me to take that jump, um, you know, playing alongside Mikey and uh, guys like Billy Coyle and Hugh Kelleher and Spencer Wertheim and the list goes on. But, um, you know, you know, just having great chemistry with those guys and, um, you know, learning to play off them is, is definitely been a big reason why, um, you know, I've been able to have success. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's just uh, we talk about it all the time, but, you know, just going out there with a smile on your face and having a blast is really is really why our offense is so successful. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's. Uh, allowed us to take strides strides that you know we've we've learned uh we've learned that you know you make it to the national championship but uh but, you know it's it's day by day so um so yeah that's uh I think that's a big reason why I've been successful and kind of switch gears a little what is your go-to hype song on game day <laughs> <laughs> um I'm not too sure uh Every day I'm with my team by Creek Boys. I, I think a lot of guys in the locker room would like that one. Michael, is it the same for you? Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Red Nation. <laughs> Those are solid picks. And last but certainly not least, what has been your favorite on the field moment with the team so far? Wow. That's a tough one. He's, uh, you know, obviously playing in the national championship last year is a big one for me, but, uh, but I think beating Syracuse in the dome last year was, uh, 
was pretty special. And that was a big, uh, a big reason why uh, we went on the run that we had uh, later last spring. So I think that was definitely one of my favorite memories so far. Yeah, I, um, that's a, that's a tough question. I think one of them for me would probably be this, the, the Princeton game two weeks ago, um, clinched us the outright regular season Ivy League title. And although it didn't go the way we wanted to last week, um, it kind of proved something to us internally. You know, we, we didn't necessarily play our best game, but um, we dug in hard that game and, and we did it on senior day um, for those guys and, and heading into the postseason. Um, like I said, although we didn't have our best week that week, it, it, it was a great moment on the field to, to have that moment with the seniors and, and for them to, you know, at the time thinking we were leaving the cough with with that as our last game. But, you know, luckily, you know, that game helped us to, to earn another one at home this weekend. And we're just we're just excited to get back out there and make some more memories. Again, we want to thank CJ and Michael for joining us on our interview. And guys, good luck with the rest of the season and good luck against Michigan. Thank you. Thank you very Appreciate much. It. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Again, we would like to thank the players for joining us on our show. And now if we take a look at the rest of the lacrosse team season, at the time of this recording on Sunday, the team awaits their fate when the NCAA selection show airs tonight at 9.30 p.m. We wish the team the best of luck not only in the show, but in the NCAA tournament. Now, if we take a look at the past week for the rest of the teams on campus, the men's tennis team beat the number 23-ranked Auburn in the first round on the, of the NCAA tournament this past Saturday. And at the time of this recording, they are in the middle of their match against number 11-ranked Duke. Now, looking at men's track and field, Saturday was day one of their Ivy League heptagonal championship. Tomas Kursulis won the 400-meter dash with a time of 47.40 seconds. Christian Martin finished third in the 100-meter hurdles with a time of 14.14 seconds, while Perry McKinnon finished second in the 1,000-meter run. The team ended the day in third place, tallying 21 points. Looking over the women's team for track and field, Saturday was also day one of their Ivy League Heptagonical Championship, and Phoebe Price-Roberts broke her own Cornell Hammer record for the third time this season, finishing with a fourth-place 57.92-meter hammer throw. Emma Boham earned second place in the 100-meter hurdles, while Ivy Liu finished third in javelin with a 45.05-meter throw. The team also finished the day third in third with 22 points. At the time of this recording, day two of the championship is currently going on for both teams, that is on Sunday. That's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and learned something about men's lacrosse. Please share with your friends and family and follow the podcast on your platform. These two things help us grow the podcast and publicize Cornell Athletics the most. Once again, you can follow Big Red Sports Network on Instagram at CornellBRSN or reach us at www.cornellbrsn.com. For Trisha and Anthony from BRSN, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Around the Gorge. Make sure to follow the podcast and our social media at CornellBRSN and we'll see you in the next one.